Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is Living La Vita Loca. My name is Faz. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Rich. Did you forget your own name? I was questioning who I was for right. a while we, there. Did you nearly go with a nickname for yourself? <laughs> An- another nickname. Another <laughs> nickname for you. <laughs> Rich Faz. Oh, I wish I was. Mega Faz. Yeah, mega Faz. That's great. Yeah, like, an ev- like a mega evolution yeah. of me. There you go. Yeah, that Faz I, plus one. I imagine I'd be like at least six foot one, because <laughs> like, you know, that's the main thing. <laughs> just you know, really getting up there in height. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where are we anyway? Hi. So uh, we just decided to wait. I've just walked straight into Rich's house. And I'm like, let's podcast just immediately. We haven't even thought about it. There's no planning to this. It's chaos guaranteed. We genuinely don't know what each other have played this week. As well. Yeah. We, we probably should mention that. Even better. Brilliant. Um, I'm quietly convinced we picked the same thing. Yeah. And I've been paranoid all <laughs> You week really week. are. I'm genuinely <laughs> convinced we picked the same thing. There's no way. There's no way. We've got too many different gaming tastes and difference in consoles. And yeah, I, it, I'd be disappointed if you'd picked what I picked yeah. in you. That is in like, <laughs> is going to be disappointed in you. That is in you shouldn't be paying, playing the game right. that okay. I'm playing. Right. <laughs> I expect more of you, basically. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for I'm ready this. to disappoint me. Just walk in, slap your 8% beers on my table and start recording. Yeah, so, yeah, that, I mean, we'd talk about the beers. So I bought a couple of what I'd say newer lines of Brewdog that have just come down in the shop I reside in. And one of them, which we couldn't not have, is called Arcade Made. And it says it's a coin-operated beer. I don't know what... What and, that means. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. But all I know is... I suppose is, you gave them coins in exchange for beer. Maybe. But I just don't understand. Like, So I get like the other one we've got is a Palm Beach, which is a Pina Colada IPA. Right, okay, that makes sense. Tropical yep. tropical ideas. Yep. Why this beer specifically has got anything to do with gaming or arcade, I have no idea. But at the same time, it is a double hopped uh, IPA, which... Is like my favorite beer, uh, and it tastes amazing. So it's, it's nice. it is incredible. <laughs> so um, yeah, like I got these in the fourth free deal, and they are worth having. So yeah, like you know, we're probably going to get a little bit drunk. I'd say just have two <laughs> drinks, just because it's quite strong stuff, but and it tastes incredible. I mean, I'm over, probably going to drink this in like seconds. So <laughs> <laughs> anywho, um, yeah. So this is our the start of. Hopefully, a, a monthly thing with you. Yeah, for. I reckon so. Yeah, tail end of each month, we'll just wade in, play what we want, and then have some vague talking points loosely associated to it. To gaming. To, and <laughs> hopefully. Then we'll, we'll and carry on with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> You make it sound like a conjugal I, visit I, or something. Genuinely, it's a gift. I can I can suck the joy out of anything. <laughs> I'm like, you know those little sachets they put in like certain like weirdly dried foods to keep yeah. them dry? I'm like that sachet. I prevent things being damp and joyful. Uh, wait, I'm thinking... I thought you meant like, what, like a sauce in no, a noodle packet. No, kind of dry things. Like a silica? Yeah, almost, I guess. <laughs> Right, okay. I'm like, I'm like silica for joy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was thinking you meant, like I said, like you know, sauces for noodles, like you know, like which I never put in. Like, really? do you ever, do you ever put? I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, know, I, do, would you, I wouldn't put the mango in the curry 
pot noodle. Yeah, yeah, I do. Really? I'm yeah. Just, you know, I'm like, I want the curry flavour. I'm a Why saucy do... guy. So. Yeah, well, you just, that belies the silica <laughs> then, doesn't it? That is insane. I'm also an enigma. Yeah. <laughs> I think you partake in too many small packets of things. <laughs> that sounds weird also. <laughs> that also sounds odd. I don't actually buy real-sized food. <laughs> well, I do have, from my times at Mark Suspenser's, mini... They brought out this thing called Little Shop uh, for, and it was meant to be kind of a guess um, for children to feel involved in shopping again, <laughs> right? <laughs> like little trolleys and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. So like right. a little trolley, and, but you get like little Mark Suspenser food, and uh, they are very cool. That is oh. in. So I think they kicked a bit of fuss at the time though because they're made of plastic, and uh, everyone's like, "Oh shit, you can't do that anymore, mate." But they're also very robust, though. They're not like. Um, you know, I, I imagine they'll be they will outlast me significantly. These little plastic goods. So that's probably the problem, though, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll take them with me. Um, you know, for that new what is it the the new way you can just, get just get buried with them like a pharaoh. Well, yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> Like archaeologists in like centuries to come will be like, ah, oh, this man was wealthy with <laughs> tiny food goods. <laughs> Have you not read in the news this week about the new um, cremation but with liquid situation that is what? over in America and Canada? No? So the UK are bringing it in where you basically just get melted in acid, really, oh, but your right. bones remain. Oh. So I'll take them with me in there and I assume that'll take them out. <laughs> assume yeah. <laughs> imagine your loved ones having to deal with a pile of bones and tiny foodstuffs <laughs> why why are the ashes rattling like a little a little fake yeah. like a clementine oh, well, he, he went the way he lived like an absolute killer <laughs> <laughs> really poorly for the environment <laughs> oh well uh, where were we anyway so yeah, the beers are good uh, and we feel pretty good about them so far so as Rich alluded to, we hopefully will get this going as a monthly thing. We're really excited about it. It's a mystery to each other. And there's a little bit of a twist. I'm hoping we kind of do a bit of a... Where, for example, if I review a game, then Rich will score it based on the review. And I'll have a number in my head that I'm hoping that you'll hit. And that's going to go down on our records. Our really important records <laughs> to us. Like, that spreadsheet is... Yeah, that spreadsheet... You know, it's a thing. I'll bury that with me somehow. <laughs> Print it off and yeah. the cloud. The, the cloud's gonna go down with me. <laughs> so my Google Drive. Um, yeah. So hopefully we'll do something fun with that. And um, like you said, just a little few tidbits around the game. Again, yeah. we don't know what we're going to talk about. I've kind of come up with a little thing around my game, and I'm sure you have about yours. Mm-hmm. So we're going to roll with that and see how we get on. See what happens. How do you um, want to do it? Who wants to go first? I don't want to go first. You don't? Okay. No, I'm All terrified right. of oh, going yeah. first. <laughs> All right. Yep. Finishing first, going first. I'll I'll go for it. Um, um, what is it? First the worst, second the best, third the one with the hairy chest. Yep. That, that's me. I'm, yep. I'm the Fourth third. the golden eagle. So uh... I don't know where that came from, <laughs> but that was the one that always did the rounds at school. Oh, really? Yeah. I um, don't remember a fourth. Maybe we just didn't have four people. I mean, I, I they may well have made it up, but mm. anyway. Um, Got it. So, as I've got in my notes here, I have played the fucking Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! That's brilliant! We are doing this. Yes! That is awesome. Oh my god. I'm I'm so glad you went first, just like for impact. That's brilliant. 
Um, I'm also assuming from that reaction that you have picked something different. Yes, I right. have picked something different. Thank that is fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's... I'm, I feel joyful right now. Well, I feel like... Fuck off, silica boy over there. Like, said, you know, anti-silica. Like, you, you're presenting me with joy. Well, I, I feel like... Packet. Kind of like the uh, the Call of Duty review. I feel like this is more going to be like therapy than... This is going to be so else. much fun. Oh. Right. So. So the questions? <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, shall we start with your question? Because, well, I mean, no, my, my notes are in no order whatsoever. Uh, um, mm. Did you complete it? Fuck no. Okay. Right. Cool. In fact, that is a good place to start. So, um, it's supposedly a kids' game from about 1994. Ties in with a a film, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I think I've heard of it. Yeah, you may you may well have done. Um, from a, a little production company called Disney. Uh, they'll be big one day. You mark my words. Yeah. Racist, um, right? A little bit. Um. So, it's. Part of like a little a clutch of games that they did with um, like Westwood and Virgin and stuff like that, um, and a big emphasis was using the clout of the sixteen bit consoles to like replicate 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 closely like the animation style of the films. Yeah, so they went to a lot of effort to get the animators to draw some um, frames of animation and then turn it into pixel art. So graphically. It looks great when mm. it when it wants to. It can look really, really good. Certainly, like the second level where it's doing the um, you know, just can't wait to be king um motif, like the colors and stuff like that. Yeah, looks great. Um, you, I just I need I need to stop. I'm so I just need to stop just for <laughs> how excited I am right now. <laughs> so I'm what's, giggling like what's an happening now? Girl. Right, is I'm getting the positives out of the way. You're on the roller coaster. You're heading up to the top bit. <laughs> I mean, it's still just the, the fact that you've done this to me. That is, it's so exciting that this this series that we're going to do this month to play is just going to go downhill from here because yeah, nothing can beat I, this. I really feel like I've peaked. Um, so, did I complete it? No, I didn't complete it because it is infamously hard, mm. right? And, you know, it, there are a bunch of reasons for it. And if you don't have to look far on the internet to find um, either legit theories or conspiracy theories ranging from... Well, the game sometimes randomly misses inputs <laughs> to like um, the the second level where you have to go and like roar at monkeys to turn them around and get bounced in a certain order, mm. and then you're riding on an ostrich and got to go high or low and oh, stuff like that, that. Ostrich, like and jump, trying to jump over those the nests, yeah, the yeah nests, nests and, and tiny little like baby hippos and stuff like that, yeah, um, that you can barely see. The first set have arrows to guide you, and then after that you're on your own mm. and you've just got to read it. Um, you add in some like really iffy um, collision detection between Simba and like anything, yeah, got, like platforms and yeah. anything, yeah. Um, you know that some of these theories say that all of that was in place to make sure that nobody could complete it in a single rental period. Okay. So you would have to go and either buy the game or rent it again yeah. to play more of it and, and get better at it and go through it. I'd say that sounds like a fair theory. Possibly. Yeah, I, I it might think be so. a badly made game. Well, there was, there was one... Um, believe it or not, like there was a, a few points touched on in a, uh, a speed run um, that was in um, Frame for Tells that um, the Awesome Games Done Quick people okay. um, did 2020, I think. Mm. Annoyingly, they managed to complete it in about 13 minutes. Wow. Complete the game in 13 minutes. And they did some like level skips and stuff like that. And But they went to the 
they pointed out that for all of this, you know, talk about why the game is hard, ultimately you kind of get the sense that it was rushed. And as a sort of mid nineties movie tie in, yeah, I could yeah. I could see why why that may well be the case. Um, between that and the the whole like emphasis on animation, like there are times when you just want to move the fucking lion and he just won't do what you want him to do because he's too busy like putting his left paw down or whatever it's like you've still got three other fucking legs simba jump you bastard <laughs> and it's just like it make it, it's frustrating it is it's very in keeping frustrating with simba's character who is notoriously a shit mm. as a child like you know he i mean oh he does what he fucking wants yeah i know yeah just, just, you know spoiled prince wank bag basically. I, I blame the parents Frankly, wow, yeah, that's... Farsa, you fucking heard me, right? <laughs> you really came after them there. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, probably did spoil them a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, the so when I was playing it, I, I started on the Mega Drive version mm. um, for "Tis the Only Version I Have," um, and I was playing it on like one of those kind of HDMI clones of a mega drive so not like original hardware yeah on a an hd telly with a wireless controller all that kind of stuff and i got to the point where i was like is it is it lag have i introduced like a lot of input lag on this and i'm Mm. just not being able to control it between that and the um the self-indulgent animation um so i toggled with some settings and like switched it to like the um, american mode and switched to like a, a wired cable and all that kind of stuff and i could saw it a little bit but changing difficulty weirdly like Simba seemed to feel a bit more responsive on easy and I I don't know if that's just psychological on my part or if that was actually a thing yeah um but either way I could I made a bit of headway with it and I got a little bit further Mm. and then I was like you know what like I'm not good enough (laughs) I'm simply not good enough I've been playing this game since I was about fucking six right so we're getting on for about 30 years of Practicing oh this days. game on and off, and That's I still wild, can't get past it? like level three consistently. Yeah. And even then, I only I was only able to fucking consistently get to level three this week, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, like, this is this is why this is such a source of frustration for me. This game because it is my first gaming love, mm. right? I distinctly remember like of a morning saying to my mom, "Oh, can I play my game before school and stuff like that?" Yeah. Um, and occasionally, you know, if I was really, really lucky and we had a bit of time, it'd be like, oh yeah, go on then. And I'd play it. And I realised now that that was partly because I knew I'd be fucking done inside of about 10 minutes because I wouldn't get past level two. Um, and speed run it. Where to? Level one. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, it sits in a, a weird place in my sort of gaming history. Um, and I thought, you know what, like, I've got to, you know, by hook or by crook, I've got to try and... and do something. So it turns out there's some cheats you can do for it. Uh, I think, yeah, okay. So I, this was a bit of a revelation for me because I'd never really dabbled um, with anything like that. There's like a a cheat mode which is nearly invincibility. Nearly. Nearly. (laughs) Because environmental hazards can still kill you. (laughs) And considering the number of instant death jumps in the game, you can still fail by the end of level two, (laughs) even with invincibility on. So you can be like this fucking Terminator lion cub. And still die quite often. Um, Just there falling down a gap and you're like, I expect it to come back out because he is invincible, right? It's just going to crawl back out. Just wait. (laughs) And so not only that, but like to continue this theme of like nearly but not quite, there's a level select as well. 
Mm. Um, and you can go through. You can pick your level, play through it. I've However, never seen the later levels of like. Yeah, exactly. What do they look like? Uh, well, you, you're grown up. Um, <gasps> really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why did I not think that would happen? <laughs> <laughs> you have seen the film, right? Spo- yeah. But, spoilers for 1994. And I could have also seen the game at any point in the... In right. The, so, but, but just... so there is a big caveat <laughs> with that, right? So, like, you you can, like, attack with your claws and stuff when you're older um, oh. and all that. And you basically spend you spend a not insignificant part of some of the levels trying to, like, beat up fucking panthers or whatever they are. Um, but... The Gira? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's the, that's the multiverse that you never knew you needed. Um, but the problem with the level select, falling into this nearly but not quite category, and I, I read this somewhere, and I think it might be true from my dabbling with it, is that it, you will play that one level you selected, then you will have one of the bonus rounds where you're playing as Timon trying to pick up bugs. Yeah. Then it'll go back to level two. What? <laughs> so it'll basically only replace level one. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. With the level you've selected, and I then you have to you play can... from level two. Level two, again. <laughs> <laughs> Always level two. It's beautiful and infuriating. <laughs> Can we take a quick Lion King break, like it, it, to talk about um, Lion King songs and, and Lion King theatre? Right? Have you have you, have you been to, to um, the show? I haven't. Or? No. Have you not? No. I'm pretty wow. sure if I did, I might get some kind of like flashbacks and have a <laughs> have a moment in the aisle or something like that where I end up curling into the fetal position and crying. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't. That's fair. Uh, no. That's you know. You? Yeah, it's been like three times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like three times. Three times. Three times. Uh, yeah, yeah, three times. Yeah. Three's like three. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly so. Yeah. Um, and I remember like seeing it at a theatre in Manchester for like the third time after seeing it in London a couple of times and being the most squashed in. You wouldn't be able to curl up in the aisle because you can't get down there. <laughs> like you'd have those, you know, those binoculars digging into your sort of hip, maybe, you know, 20p binoculars get to theatres. Yeah, yeah. But I think. Um, Level two music, just can't wait to be king, is my favorite Disney song, um, which yeah, it's good. It, it's 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 bloody brilliant, and I really love that song. Uh, but now I'm thinking about it, that like that could be someone's own personal hell, like as in being stuck in that level, like you know, forever. So with this, that music playing this week, I found out that it's quite a long loop. But as you get towards the end of it, it adds in some like really loud percussive bits, yeah. and then gets to the end and like peters out. Um, so yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it drills into your head that one. <laughs> Um, but I also like at the start of the level how it gives you a really clear hint to just roar at monkeys, whereas none of the other levels just tell you what to do. <laughs> um, the but roar anyway, is really pathetic as well, isn't it? The roar it? is pathetic. It's weird. Yeah. Um, so uh, I wasn't making much headway, I think is the short answer to, to all that. So I hopped on the PS4 version <laughs> um, where there are some like quality of life bits like save states. There's a rewind feature and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so I managed to get up to, I think it was level five or six. I, oh. I, I made headway. Okay. Um, I, I got to Hakuna Matata. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> the problem with that <laughs> is that on that level, there's like the Lion King equivalent of like, uh, you remember the Travelator on Gladiators? <laughs> so like, yeah. you, you're... So we should stop there because right. we have got some American listeners. American that... Gladiators was a thing. But I, I'm sure it was, <laughs> but did they have a Travelator? Did they call it a Travelator? Yeah, good point. Uh, and if they good didn't point. call it a Travelator, 
But what the hell did you yeah, call no, a travelator? What, what, yeah, no, <laughs> what, what is a travelator? An uphill escalator, flat right, escalator, so, treadmill? Uphill yeah, treadmill. yeah, 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 basically a really long one. Or like, you know, if you're at an airport or a really big shopping centre, you've got those moving walkways. Like one yeah. of those up a 45 degree incline. Um, and the most forever. Yeah. Um, basically a lot of effort to not go very far. Yeah. Much like this review. <laughs> um, so on this level, you get to a point where you get to a waterfall with all of these logs rolling down it. Mm. You have to jump up the logs, get to the top of the waterfall. Makes sense. It that's that's really how you do it. Doesn't that's how you do it? <laughs> um, so Crash I, would do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I started hopping on these logs, you know, using the the rewind feature like as needed constantly mm. <laughs> like it was genuinely difficult to watch at one point it was that nauseating like <laughs> scanning backwards and forwards um spent fucking ages jumping on these logs um and i was like you know what i've got to give my thumb a rest now like found a platform hopped off realized it was the platform i'd started on and i'd been there for maybe about five or ten minutes wow basically getting like just maintaining my level <laughs> so like clearly there's a trick to getting up there i honestly could not tell you what it was huh. and i and i was just like you know what I you you were done. I'm gonna go play Doom Eternal to wash the taste (laughs) out, you know. Like, um, and it's yeah, it's a weird one because like, despite my best efforts and despite cheating, I still can't beat this fucking game, right? And (laughs) save states, rewinds, saves. I I gave myself every advantage, and I still can't beat. How crazy is that? Like, like. I, I genuinely... Um, I wonder how many people in the entire world have completed The Lion King. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I would love a, to know. That, I would. It must be minimal. <laughs> well, yeah, I think so. And yet, it still has that really like revered place in my, my personal gaming history. Um, so it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one. And like, not only that, but with like the PS4 version, you get, um, <laughs> there's like a museum mode. Right, and mm. it's paired up with like Aladdin, and you can get the Jungle Book either as a newer with a newer version of the the physical release or as DLC for the older one. Mm. Um, and they've all got like museum bits where you can get some like behind the scenes snippets. And there's one particular guy gloating about the animation, how we want to make it feel like there's some inertia, and if a cat is mid jump, it's not going to change direction mid air. It's like, well, you're the idiot that was like you know what let's make him spin around a fucking bone pole and then do fucking somersaults like you're honestly telling me a cat's gonna actually a cat might do that but the... it's not the yeah, fucking point we've got a cat that does it all the time <laughs> not the I've, point animated I've man seen sunset downstairs in the elephant graveyard <laughs> she just sit there looking serious um so what was particularly galling about all this is that there's the on the PS4 version, there's also the SNES version of the, the Lion King. Okay. On that version, they have a mode where you can watch the game being played and then hop in. That does not exist for the Mega Drive version. Uh, so, we, yeah. yeah. Really? Right, yeah, okay. it's, it's sorcery. Um, but, yeah, you basically watch the, the game being played and My then you can just hop in. It's, it's like a... a yeah, rolling sort of save state replay thing. What, um, like, back on the SNES, the, you had this back in the day? No, 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 no. That's, oh. that's just for the, the modern console version. I was, I was so like, yeah, yeah, how yeah. could no, that have no, even been just, just on the PS4 <laughs> version, yeah. No, You've it really would have been so shocked. It, I almost got that weird liquid cremated there. Like, as in, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
You just melt like at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I chose poorly. <laughs> like, oh my days. Yeah, no. So um, just wow. the, the okay, modern versions, good. but not for the Mega Drive. So even with that fucking potential advantage, I couldn't even make yeah. any headway. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically it. It was just a lot of effort for for no real tangible progress. Don't get me wrong, like. I feel like I've learned some of the game, right? I, I, mm. I would, f- if I sat down with it now, I'd feel more confident that I could get further than I ever could. Yeah. But my God, that effort has been like hard, hard earned. And like how any child back in the day would have even got close to finishing it. I, I do not know. You are an accomplished gamer in your mid thirties. You've played games <laughs> for a long time. Now you host a gaming podcast and you're still struggling to beat a game that you had cheats for and yep. saves for. I think there's something wrong with the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's my feeling. <laughs> I don't think it's a you problem. So, <laughs> funnily enough, that's actually like the the last point I've got in my my really disorganised <laughs> notes um, is that we've Pop got a bit. we've got oh, hey. Palm Beach. Um, we've got a. You know, the PS4 version, we've got these bells and whistles, we've got a museum mode, we've got this, that, the other. Why? Ooh. Fucking why did they not take the opportunity to remaster or remake this fucking game and actually like apply a bit of TLC, a bit of spit and polish to like make it a little bit more friendly? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it, it just... If you're playing it on easy mode, right, and you've got invincibility on, you have you have eight lives and you will still go through them because you'll fail to like grab a tiny ledge or something yeah. like that. Um and it's it's things like that that are just like at times it's so needless because the area you're aiming for is so small, you've got to be so precise. Don't get me wrong, I've nothing against precision, having to learn a game and all that kind of stuff. But crikey fuck, like that could have could have been massaged a little bit with the re-release, you know, like a little bit of tweaking around the edges, I, I feel could have gone a long way. Maybe we need to build the re-release of Lion King. <laughs> the spiritual successor to the Lion King. I mean, I, you know, there's there's definitely a Lion King 2 and 3 film that no one straight to video that no one's ever seen. <laughs> But you know, like, is it maybe we should do that? Maybe we should do those as a sort of sprite-based. I don't know. I, I feel like having to crack it. I don't know what the the tiger regent or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the leopard duke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like some something that is the name someone gives themselves when they go to the local pub every Friday. That is oh, here comes the leopard, oh, the leopard duke. duke. <laughs> don't mess with him. He's seen all sorts. <laughs> He's been down the elephant graveyard a bit. <laughs> so, um, so go on then, score me. <laughs> score me go on, on I that. Fucking, I fucking dare That's you. So <laughs> difficult because now, like, I have to take all your childhood and adulthood <laughs> hopes and dreams of a game that is almost like just frustrated you, but beguiled you for thirty years. That's difficult. Yeah, <laughs> distill that into a number. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I will arbitrarily. Um, yeah, so you clearly love the experience. You love playing when you're younger, and you uh, like. But then, 
the infatuation from the game doesn't maketh goodeth gameth. Um, so I, I definitely feel like this is one of those ones that the objective and the subjective scores would be quite different. Yeah, but we're trying to do which score? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm very rarely objective, yeah. <laughs> and I'm okay admitting that. <laughs> And Faz definitely knows the difference between objective <laughs> and subjective, so that's going to help. Uh, right, straight up, five out of ten for five. Lion King. Whichever way that pains you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's probably just two in the middle for it to be something that's like... That is know. very on the fence, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's not meant to be, though. I feel like that is... You are recommending people to play that game, but there are many flaws with the game that drag it down from... The heady heights of seven. <laughs> so I, for, for my number, I I sat here and I started talking with a number in mind. Mm. Now I've finished my tirade because <laughs> it's not a review. Limit right now. Um, I've got a very different number in mind, so I I would give it two. Wow, I would give it two, and it's the worst game that I love to bits. <laughs> right? Yay! That's I think that's how I pitch it, which brings me to my talking point. Mm. Um, so like. Movie adaptations, right? Sort of top five movie games. Okay. Um, so with this little list that I've got, um, I've I've been strict with myself, um, and I've made sure there's not like like Lego Star Wars isn't in here because it it spans too much stuff. I've tried yeah. to focus on games that that um, adapt one film, mm-hmm. um, and there's also no like spin off stuff. So no Robocop versus Terminator, <laughs> which is a shame because it's great. Yeah. Um, so, a couple of honourable mentions, though. Um, Enter the Matrix is in there. It bit of a spin-off, but kind of mm. the first time I'd seen that sort of game attempting to do a sort of parallel narrative to a film. Yeah. Um, tried playing it the other day. It is clunky as hell. Oh, it's yeah. not aged well at all. What's um, the protagonist that you play? Is it um, Ni- Ni- Niobe? Niobe, and yeah. Ghost. Yeah, Niobe and Ghost. Um, and all I remember is seeing my friend Betty, who we went to Slam Dunk with, just constantly doing that side flip. Constantly. <laughs> and I'm like, is this fun? Is this the game? <laughs> is this fun? <laughs> um, Hercules on the PS1 gets an honourable mention mm. as well. Um, okay. I didn't really play it that much, but my sister absolutely adored it. Um, and I think, like, having gone back to The Lion King and having recently um, sort of seen Hercules in motion, I think the PS1 era was where the the technical ability and the, the kind of ambition for the animation mm-hmm. actually started to line up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember like Aladdin, for example, that is, yeah, is a yeah, Mega yeah. Drive sort of, you know, that game, like you say, that, that same era with the Lion King and things and that being quite, I, I don't know if it's as difficult, but it's certainly being difficult as well and feeling the same sort of clunks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, clunks Lion King. is it, yeah. Um, the other honourable mention I wanted to, to give was for Splinter Cell Conviction, because in my head, it's got the bones of what could potentially be the greatest John Wick game of all time. Wow, I've not played it. I've not played so that Splinter Cell. I played it, the first... I, when, when... Was it when Sam Fisher had the skinned head? Uh, is that the... Really, is that yeah, it, it's when somebody clearly watched too much 24. And yeah, all was, of a sudden. And I was like, wait a minute, where's, where's yeah, Pandora Tomorrow it, gone? Like, bring, bring back the original Splinter Cells, yeah, please. Yeah, so it's more like it's a kind of seek and destroy kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, you just have to take everybody out on the way. Um, but, like, there's a lot of 
quick reactive stuff like melee takedowns and then shooting people like groups of people from from miles away i went back to it to test this theory and it doesn't hold up it's too <laughs> fucking slow and my head remembers it way faster but i'm telling you if anybody ever wants to make like a rather than john wick hex which is it's kind of strategic thing if they want to make an, an action orientated john wick game i'm telling you split and cell conviction Just, is where you get your inspiration from okay cool. um so my actual top five list, um, Aladdin and the Lion King are both in there. You, okay. you mentioned oh, the Mega sorry. Drive one. No, that's all right. That's why I stayed it. quiet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's exactly that. It's the kind of start of the, this kind of Disney animation thing. And yeah, I played both of them a fair bit. I rented Aladdin quite a lot, but Lion King was always um, you know, my, my go-to one. Um, GoldenEye's in there. Unfortunately, like weirdly, um, it's kind of so obvious that it was last to get put on my list. Um, because I'd kind of forgotten that Goldeneye was a film. <laughs> That's <laughs> in, great, though, isn't it? Yeah, like, it, in my head, it's almost transcended and and just become like, oh well, yeah. Whenever I think of Goldeneye, I think of the the video game, not the movie. Mm. Um, even though you know, Goldeneye is one of my favorite Bond movies. Yeah, but same. And it, yet, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, exactly. You think about it, and when someone says Goldeneye, I didn't even own an N sixty four, but. Um, Brian, who used to live across the road from me, like he did, like, mm-hmm. and I used to like, and I just, and I had a PS2, so we used to kind of have flip flops across nice. the road to yeah, kind of like yeah. go and play whatever. Um, but yeah, and I remember just like literally been like, sort of the same sort of thing with your mum or whatever, like before school, like he lives <laughs> ten meters away. I'm just gonna go to see Brian, you know, we're gonna go walk to school together. Right, he only lived there, he only lived there for like a year, but it was like. You know, and then it'd be like, right, okay, yeah, fair enough, that's fine. Get there at like eight o'clock. Like, you weren't, didn't have to start walking until eight twenty-five. You knew fine. Well, there was gonna be at least seventeen minutes of goal night. It's like excellent work. Um, Spider-Man Two mm-hmm. was was another one that got on my list. Um, like I played that to bits on the GameCube, um, and yeah, free roaming Spider-Man Insanity. I think it was like I don't know if it was the first sort of free roaming Spider-Man game, but it was definitely one of my favorites. Um, early doors. So I've um, I've never played any Spider <coughs> Spider Man games. You almost sound like you were going to start crying. Then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I might have to um, because obviously, from what you see, in terms of <coughs> almost like is a game that is marketed by Sony as such a big thing for the PS4, PS5, and then like you say, the originals, I know they were really well reviewed at the time. Mm. Um, I watched my friends play them. I never owned them. Um, I went to see into the Spider uh, across the Spider Verse last night oh, yeah. with Liam, uh, and it was fucking incredible. Oh, it's such nice. a good film! That is in. I-, I couldn't believe how great it was. The animation was stunning. Story was amazing. It just, and I've said already that's that sorts in at my favorite Spider Man film immediately. Oh, yeah, and nice. I know you kind of get that vibe after a film or a movie. Sorry, you know whoever you are. Um, you know. Uh, like within that first 24 hours you go oh you know like isn't you might over egg it or you might say oh you know I love that I hate yeah, that yeah. but I genuinely know you know, you know that that was just incredible and you don't need to worry about saying that in six months time you won't be regretting that you know it, it, it's just oh it was wonderful yeah so sorry I just had to mention that while no I, no while that's all right. there, but um, I mean yeah the, the Spider-Man 2 on the, the GameCube I got it more recently for the ps2 because mm. um, i kind of missed it mm. um but yeah like it holds up um it's not great but like it, it was one of those weird ones where like nowadays i think you're much much less likely to get a game that directly ties into a movie it's going to sit more as a kind of parallel 
Enter the Matrix style kind of parallel narrative yeah. type thing at best. Mm. Um, so yeah, it kind of feels like they're a bit of a, a dying breed or have died really, um, which is probably for the best because they're generally crap yeah. movie games, aren't they? Um, however, this brings me nicely to my my all time favorite like video game like movie tie in, X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> oh, right, okay, and. For the simple reason that that's the only one I can think of that is way better than the film. film. Like, the film is awful, Mm. right? Like, it's it's crushingly bad. Um, The game had a lot of heavy lifting to do. Um, But, you know, actually pulled it off. Mm. Um, And it's fun. Um, And it's rated 18. It's a Wolverine game that's rated 18. So, you know... But, but, yeah, yeah, that's interesting that, that that it was so much better and different compared to what. Yeah, the it, was, movie it was. was a fair bit different as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it it did a it had a big job and and pulled it off. So. I mean, to have um, the the Deadpool retcon that they've pulled, oh, yeah. and managed pretty well, <laughs> if you ask me. Like, it's in, you know, yeah. it's pretty incredible that they've managed to do that. Like, you know, um, yeah. I mean, you, I kind of st- I respect most. X-Men films but I feel like that's one of those weird franchises where everyone's like everyone, for some reason there's this sort of such a massive love of the X-Men um, I don't mean that from like oh you shouldn't love the X-Men but do you know what I mean like, it's almost like I think people look really fondly upon the whole franchise yeah. whereas actually I only really think in my heart of hearts it's like X-Men 2 Logan uh, and after that, I'm kind of scrabbling around the dirt, you know, mm. um, first class, I read it first class. And I know people really like Days of Future Past. I like first class more, but you know, that is in, out of like, say 10 films, there's like four that are like, you kind of go, oh, they're really good. Mm. And that, usually when that's like a franchise, you kind of go, you know, that's probably not enough, yeah. but, uh, but p- still people come. And I know Deadpool kind of counts as well, I guess, really, but, um, yeah, speaking of felines that um, you know you'd find sort of hovering around the jungle, you know, sunset. The cat has just roamed Hello. into the room. Probably heard us talking about Lion King. What would you give it? Uh, wag of the tail. How many wags of tail? One, one, two, two three, three, four, five. Two, too high already. Six. six. Is it because it stars a cat? Seven, eight, nine. Nine out nine of ten. ten. Nine tail wags out of ten for the Lion that King. Is ridiculous. <laughs> it's pretty. What happens if we haven't got thumbs? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I think you probably have as much chance playing the Lion King without thumbs. As she probably with. plays it better. Yeah. And yeah. she's protesting my previous comment by destroying the carpet <laughs> in the corner of the room. Smash your head against ABC on the Sega <laughs> Sega controller. Right. Cool. So okay, over to me. I guess then. Uh, and my game was from, <clears throat> I guess, the mid to late 90s. Uh, and I played the PlayStation 1 game. Uh, and it was Overboard! Exclamation point. Or, or Shipwreckers in America. Uh, and, yeah, see, I told you it was going to take a total I... dive compared to, like, you know, like, it's, in, it's like the emotive <laughs> sort of, like, uh, you know thread of story (laughs) but you know to go from like you know like this thing that we've talked about during the podcast the whole time and stuff and you know something that really is seminal to us and yeah I'm just like oh I just picked a game just picked a random game I don't know if I've heard of this one (laughs) (laughs) which is great that's really what I want so um, Psygnosis 
is the developer. Okay, yeah. Slash Studio Liverpool, which is kind of why I picked it up, really, because they're one of my favourite developers. And I'll, we'll come back to that towards the end. That's kind of like part of my tidbits around this game. But they are one of my favourite developers, it seems. I didn't realise that until... I realise how many games that mm. I have of theirs or played the theirs and go, so, oh, yeah. I really love this developer. That in this studio has brought loads of games that I love. Um, so we'll come back to that towards the end. But yeah, they they certainly. I thought, well, oh, I didn't realise this was by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a pirate adventure game, uh, a bit of a sort of top down view of a ship. I, I it, it, sort of what would you call it? Almost like a, a third person shooter, but you are a pirate ship. <laughs> it's like, it's in, like third you, ship shooter. Yeah, third ship shooter. So, um, yeah. Point number one: mm. bloody love pirates. I love pirates. I love the that idea is a of pirates. Strong point. <laughs> like, I just, the the concept of piracy. Um, <laughs> It's just like, you know, I'm talking obviously like 1800s and stuff I, I like that. Like, you know, not, like, not like you wouldn't piss in a policeman's hat, <laughs> uh, steal a DVD, like, you know, not those kind of pirates. Good luck explaining that joke to anybody listening in America or Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but the kind of pirates that, you know, you would see sailing around the Caribbean and just chilling out, getting scurvy, dying, all that kind of stuff. It's just they. Like, I don't know. I, I just like the thought of someone like Blackbeard sat there back when going, I love the concept of piracy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched, um, oh, what's it called? This is going to be really annoying for a podcast now. Um, Fantasy Thinking Time. This is our flag, or is it This is our flag? Oh, Taika Waititi and Reese Darby. Uh, so it's a, one of their sort of things. things yes. Mm. And it was on um, iPlayer, BBC iPlayer, recently. There's two series of it, and it is excellent. I recommend wholeheartedly to watch this very weird, kooky, almost like a bit of a real-world, mighty boosh, piratey <laughs> sort of thing that is great. And Reese Darby is wonderful in it. He is a nobleman who has gone, gone rogue from being noble, who wants to be a pirate, and... Takes you know a scurvy crew who are like oh you're a shit pirate and then they run into uh, Taika Waititi's Blackbeard and in the, and they form a weird bond like as in like and I'll leave it there because it, it when I say weird it becomes weird you know it's like, but it's great so yeah definitely recommend looking up whatever it's called I think it is called this is our flag. Um, but yeah, if you can find that, just Google it and you'll find something brilliant. Nice. So, Pirates, awesome. Um, this game presented in Dolby Surround Sound. Ooh. Remember when that was a thing? I do. Like when, <laughs> when everything, if it was presented in Dolby. And then usually there'd be that weird, like, noise. Yeah. And you're like, happy days. I must be paying a lot of money for whatever this is. That is in like. <laughs> That was so good. So yeah, that that when this came on and I played it again, I was like, whoa, you know, now you know it's gonna be awesome. Yep. So uh yeah, the idea is that you are controlling a pirate ship on the high seas. The high seas being a very enclosed lake area that has different <laughs> trapped trap doors or different ports you have to enter. Um and you basically are taking over other ports that I can't remember what the the pirate is called uh, in the, the villain, villainous pirate in this. 
Uh, I don't think it ever tells you, actually. I think you have to read reviews to know all the, all the back of the game case and, that, and I don't even have that anymore. Um, and you are going around and basically you pick up treasure chests because pirates pick up treasure. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. You pick up maps in bottles to open up the map more. So there's a map in the okay. main menu and it shows you where you possibly can go. And the idea is that you take over all the ports and then you get... you. Weird at the end, you go in on some sort of portal, like the end of Crash Bandicoot, mm. and then that 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 would then, I guess, move you to the next level. Twenty levels, uh, and you basically you start off with very simple uh, weaponry, mm-hmm. cannonballs. If anyone needs to know about that, and but you get uh, you can fire from your broadside with three cannonballs, or you can fire a single cannonball out the front. And then you start to develop this very strange sort of... It, it's a little bit of a sort of kookiness where you get different weapons where you would have a flamethrower, which is like, you know, like... The, sure. The, yeah, yeah. The flamethrowers, when you get hit by the flamethrowers, they are deadly as fuck. Like, as in, and you get your little pirates, like little tiny sprites, jump into the ocean. And you if you rescue them, you get some more health back. But not a lot. And you can stop it's yourself... It's kind of a cool mechanic, though. Yeah, it is, yeah. it is. And you can stop yourself being on fire if you're in an area where there's a waterfall, which that really is sense. which really is helpful. Yeah. If there's nothing there, then you burn for a while, and that's really frustrating because you think I've got away from the danger. And I'm, <laughs> I'm still, surrounded by water. I'm suffering. <laughs> I'm suffering here, and my little dudes are jumping in the water, <laughs> stressing me out quite drastically. Um, and yeah, and then you 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 get like a weird lightning rod sort of weapon and. Then you end up with weapons that combat some of the enemies that come along, which are parrots that drop bombs on you and giant squids and other pirate ships that are quite aggressive. <laughs> I don't know they're following any sort of code. <laughs> the uh, bastards. Yeah. And you have to take these ports, and at the ports there would usually be um, stationary cannons that are spinning around and shooting fireballs at you and... and Yeah, it, it's great. There's, there's a lot of different features to this game mm. uh, and... Um, it evolves really well. Sounds to me a little bit like you've you've reviewed a shmup. E, kind of, it's in a way. Like pretty close to it. <laughs> in a way, it's a very low key shmup, though. Uh, it still counts. Yeah, I think you'd quite like <laughs> it, it. It's sounding quite shmuppy. Yeah, I think you'd quite like it. Um, you know, and there's not there's not much else to it other than that, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is probably where the negative side starts to seep in a little bit of it. Like you you do the same thing over and over and it becomes more difficult. Mm. Um, and I played it on medium difficulty and I am now going to issue an apology for episode seven, I believe it was, when we recorded with Nath and I said that easy mode was not a okay thing to do. <laughs> I take that back. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't go on to easy mode out of principle <laughs> but knew fine well that i needed to go into easy mode to, to complete this game so i got about halfway through the game this week and i feel like to progress any further i would have had to go on easy mode mm. because after about level three out of 20 i found it difficult um you get two lives and you your life bar fills up when you take a port or when you end a level mm. but there's no checkpoints or anything. So you can get towards the end of a level, maybe 20 minutes in, and actually start to think, oh, shit, I've got a little bit of health left. I need to take this last port. I'm going to get battered. That's probably not, <laughs> like, you know, 
not good. But you get to a point where you think, ah, like, you know, it is quite hard. The great thing is in the menu, um, which I'd expect from this developer, um, everything's very jaunty and fun. Like, as in, so if you try to change the difficulty level, the pirate like, would say that, so if you put easy on it, it goes, ooh. And then if you put medium, it goes, ooh. And then you go to hard mode, ooh. Like, I think the sound effects is brilliant. Like, and the loading screen is a parrot sat on top of a, of a cannonball that's about to blow up when it says loading and it blows up. And it's just, it's a really fun game. Like, as in, nice, nice. Um, I'd say graphically, it does what I'd want it to for a PlayStation 1 game. It probably still lives in that older, arcade spritey sort of thing rather than mm. polygonal building, except for the water effects and the weather effects. The water specifically is like a see-through cellophane water that you, you are going around on, Um the boat itself is quite arcadey. There's no like, oh, wind or rain that's going to affect how you're going around. You just basically, you, you could be a go kart kind of going around, really. Yeah. Um. You know, you could be sort of, you know, it's just like you're running around. You could be a human, but you're just shaped like a boat. Yeah. Um. And, uh. But the water effects, you can see through the water. So like when you sink a ship, that ship stays there, which is great. You're kind of going over the shipwreck. That's kind of cool. And that's, yeah, and yeah. it's got like little bubbles come up from it, and you're like, yeah, fuck that guy up good. There you shall remain, my friend. <laughs> Bottom of the ocean, or the lakey kind of area. Um, so, yeah, there's like little secret waterfalls you can go through to get bonus boxes as well, which is kind of cool. So there's like little areas, you know, how you kind of get in these adventure games where you sort of lean on the wall and fall through it. That's mm. you can do that. Um, so yeah, it, it's just a it's a fun, fun adventure game. You know, the music's really good. Uh, you know, it sounds like the very first levels are like Sims vacationy, like steel drums. Nothing better than a steel drum. <laughs> My favourite instrument, I think, is steel drum. I think, yeah, I think so. Nice. Yes, yeah. I think you can get a steel drum out and pop it out in front of me, and I'll be, you know, variably, inver- <laughs> invariably impressed. Is it, what, what have I been ringing? I don't. Know. <laughs> I like how you make it sound like you wouldn't even have to play the drum. <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> you would. Impressed that it would be there. Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, it, you know, like, I, yeah, I'm gonna go out there and say on this episode, steel drums. Faz's favourite instrument. Okay. It's out there on the ether now. There we go. So yeah, that is my quick overview of Overboard right. slash Shipwreckers. How I feel about it, and yeah, I feel you know not to make it easy for you to score, but I feel pretty positive about that game. You sound pretty positive about that game. Um, you know, it's a it's a little bit sort of I guess um, limited and you kind of just end up doing the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wouldn't, and it's one of those games that, you know, I'm, it's not a life-changing experience. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to give you, so you can score it off Noted. that. Um, that sounds to me like it's a, an, an easy six, arguably a seven, depending on the day. So I, I would quite happily give that a six. Cool. What that is exactly it? what I gave it. Hey. Well done, you. Look at that. A mind meld. Yeah. Wonderful. That's nice. what I hope might happen with this. A concept <laughs> we thought of that's kind of worked. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I know it was quite significant off with yours, but apart from that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about my things that I've got about this game. I've got two lists. 
what? I've gone for a top five video game piracy or yep. pirate, and I've gone for top five Psygnosis games. Psygnosis? 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 Yeah, slash Studio one. Liverpool. Yeah. So don't want to like, labour the point on this too much, um, you know, because I want our podcast to come in at a sh- sharp hour this week. <laughs> Um, because I like to drink after the podcast. <laughs> Rich's lovely scotch. Um, <laughs> so, top five video game pirates. Input is welcome. If you think I've missed somebody, if you think that, you know, oh, you're like, oh, that's great or bad, obviously, yep. you know, chat up. I think I can only name two, so. Okay, well, name your two. Um, Guybrush Streetwood. Yep, he's on the list. Monkey Island. Easy. Um, and, oh, wait, I can't even name him. Uh, that guy from Black Flag, Assassin's yep. Creed. Um, Edward Kenway. Yes. Yep. Both on the list. Cool. Both. There we go. <laughs> exactly. Well done. That is in, you know, both consummate pirates. But you had another three pirates. Oh, in, yeah. In well, Jones I've kind of got three and a half, so, actually. Three and a so, half. Yeah. And now, but, this, but at the same time, you know. Which like, half? <laughs> well, you, you'll find out. Oh. So you kind of do a little bit of cheaty cheaty here. Like, so Lego. Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, Jack Sparrow. Okay. I mean, is, the thing yeah. is, I think at this point, you know, let's give Jack Sparrow as a character and Johnny Depp as an actor their due. That character probably is one of the best characters ever, I think, in movies. Mm, that is a big statement. But like, it's in, as a... What's the word I'm looking for? A specific typecasting way of playing a pirate. I, I will grant you that I can't think of another actor who would do that character the same way. You know how you do... Um, you that. Exactly. But yeah. if you did a, um, you know, oh, our survey says, what is that called now? Family Fortunes. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Family Fortunes. See, I would have got that wrong. Like, our survey <laughs> says, what, 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 what am I trying to say? So if you did Family Fortunes of a movie pirate, You'd yeah, surely you're talking like ninety out of a hundred people. You know, I could have gone pointless here, couldn't I? As you well, here we are. You know, you you would think that that would be the case. I feel like they are the definitive pairing of Johnny Depp slash Jack Sparrow as a. Yeah. You know, you think that's what you think of. I I remember that the copy I had of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean initially was. A, a pirate copy and ironically oh so, that is ironic yeah. <laughs> so a DVD that was a pirate copy of Pirates of the Caribbean but I watched that film quite a lot and I just loved it like I said piracy all about it so uh, <laughs> so it seems um, number two I'm going to cheat you a little bit again not cheat you cheat you too much but Wind Waker Link mm, that does feel like a stretch he is a pirate in that game I mean, he's, he's got a boat He's got a boat. He goes round. Yeah. He's a pirate. Plenty of people have boats that aren't pirates. He is a pirate. He's got a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pirate. He's got a sword. All right. Sure. Yep. No way. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm I, disappointed that you didn't get on board with that. Uh, I no, I, yeah, on board no, with it. I, I, I can see where you're coming from. I can. Um, it's, it's in it's, that specific Zelda game. The only and, and uh, this is what I'm going to reveal right now, and this will come back to haunt me at some point. The only Zelda game that I've played. I've never played it. We should do a Zelda episode. <laughs> well, we can and will, but I only have one input. <laughs> and that is that Wind Waker Link is a pirate. Um, I would have said that that other character whose uh, name totally escapes me... Was, is he a pirate? ...was more piratey. He's pretty a pirate, isn't he? Um, <sighs> Quickly onward. Yeah. 
So, again, cheating. Zidane Tribal from Final Fantasy IX. Pirate. <laughs> Looks like... He, he's got, like... He's got silks. Like, he's got, like, a... What is it? A, like a, a rough, cravat. He's got a thing. rough cravat thing going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and they are a theatre company that travel in the pirate ship. Yeah. They, are they thieves or something? Aren't they builders thieves in the game or something? Well, yeah, like exactly. So, yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, pirates. losing stuff. So, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Slash. Yeah. Sid Highwind from Final Fantasy VII. Now, I know he's not a pirate. Mm-hmm. He is a scientist who wants to go to space. But he pilots the high wind like a fucking demon. And, 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 and bootleg DVDs in his time. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that, that, surely the high wind is a pirate ship as well. Yeah. And he fun. acts like a bit of a pirate. Like he's, I mean, you know... to be honest with you, I think, I think you're on safer ground than, than Wind Waker Link. With, okay. With these fair enough. Oh, right. That's ones. fine. But um, I did, I mean, the reason they're in there is probably because they're, you know, there probably are more pirates out there, but they're the ones <laughs> I. There's more pirates out there. Everyone beware. Um, that's that's probably more um, what I've played and who I've loved as characters. And I yeah. thought they're a bit piratey, you know. That is in. Oh, yeah. I consider pirates just to be people that have got a bit of swagger. <laughs> so piracy is an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a way of life, pretty much. It's not, you know, like you know, always about plundering bounty. <laughs> so you know. Uh, and then dead quick then so top five Psygnosis slash Studio Liverpool games. Yep. Uh, as I re- you know referred to at the start of this review, one of my favourite developers. Who knew until I knew? Indeed. Uh, Destruction Derby. I didn't know that was one of theirs. One of theirs. Huh. Wonderful. All, all of the Destruction Derbies are theirs. Lemmings. All the yeah, Lemmings yeah. games are all theirs. That is in says Lemmings, not Lemmings. Oh, no, not Lemmings again. Lemmings Paintball Eye for Windows 95, really? which is a very strange thing concept where you have the main Lemmings game, which is fine, yep. and then you have a, a side game where it's almost like you're playing as a lemming in a maze shooting paintballs. It's okay, a bit like Splatoon, right. effectively, <laughs> but back tw- 30 years ago. You know what I mean? So, oh. um, yeah. yeah. I've never heard of that. No, mm-hmm. so they own all the Lemmings. Um, Formula One, um, ninety seven, like is in all that, but they had like, I think Formula One between like ninety five, the very first Formula One ish game on the PlayStation, I think it was, to like two thousand, they did all the Formula One games. Oh right, and and I remember having ninety seven and loving that. So you know. Yeah, so again, something else that you didn't know, I guess, really. That, yeah, that's like, a, I guess it kind of tracks if they were doing the Wipeout stuff. And well, stuff. yeah, <laughs> tracks. tracks. There we go, got it. Drink. And then, the, yeah, <laughs> I think we've done the drink and I want more. Uh, and then finally, yeah, so uh, last couple, Roll Cage, which is effectively just Wipeout, but with wheels. Uh, so, you know, it's in... I see what they've done here. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's pretty, it's a very simple concept <laughs> they've got going on. And then finally... Wipeout Pure, which I yeah, previously yeah. reviewed for the PSP, uh, and yeah, wonderful. Um, obviously, you could probably insert any Wipeout game in there, I think, really. <laughs> but yeah, what a studio! What you know, what a brilliant set of games that I have played and not realised they are all the same, including obviously Overboard slash Shipwreckers, and found out that actually they're one of the best studios ever for me. Yeah, I mean, I guess jokes aside for the racing games, but like clearly they they were able to mix it up enough to to cover all sorts of bases. So, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's great to see like a developer to have a thing, have a shtick, but also be able to go, well, yeah, we've done this like and diversify done. a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that and I've got no more word upon Studio Liverpool, Psygnosis or piracy. Get on the social media everybody and tell us that we're chatting shit. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what are your top fives and all that? Yeah, we'd love that. Please give us a top five of bollocks. <laughs> top five of bollocks. <laughs> Not top five bollocks. <laughs> no, oh, don't do that. Thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> what's that? 59 minutes. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so that's us for this week, and we will resume a normal, normal service service from next week. Uh, looking at some PSP, PSV, love, and we've got something lined up for that, but we won't tell you what that is. Yeah. You know, again, check us out on social media to find out what that is. So, cool. Thanks awesome. very much, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.